This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown, your home for all things Dallas Cowboys news. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown. I am your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest news and analysis from around AT&T Stadium. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a podcaster looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, come check out Poddex. Pondex.com, use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And as always, we'd also like to thank Game Time. If you're looking, looking for the best place to get tickets for your Knicks, Rangers, or Dallas Cowboys, or even Dallas Mavericks tickets, then come on and check Game Time. Use the link in the description and you can support the show. And now, before we move on, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And now on to our weekly report. Cowboys studs and duds from their Giants win. The Cowboys improved 2-1 with a win over the New York Giants on Monday Night Football, and it was thanks to another impressive comeback from Cooper Rush, who gave them the lead in the fourth quarter with a touchdown to C.D. Lamb. For the wideout, it was a redemption act to haul in that touchdown, as he had a first half to forget that included a terrible drop. Lamb wasn't alone when it came to some plays that were forgetful, as we look at those who stood out as studs and duds in week three. Stud, Tony Pollard. Maybe instead of trying to create a lame quarterback controversy between Rush and Prescott, Jones should be asking why Pollard doesn't get the ball more. Of course, he won't answer that question because he's the reason why. He wants McCarthy and Kellen Moore to use the man who makes the money, Ezekiel Elliott. While Elliott did play well in this game, Pollard again proved to be the better player. On Monday, he had 71 yards on just six carries at the half, including a huge 46-yard run. Could have been more if he hadn't had a 10-yarder called back due to a penalty. He didn't get the short touchdown run, which went to Elliott, but he had 13 rushes for 105 yards as he continues to make the most of every opportunity. And our dud, Mike McCarthy, non-disciplinarian. As if those penalties weren't enough, the Cowboys continued to get one flag after another. There, are, there were holds by Tyler Smith, a hit outside, out of bounds by Sam Williams, a personal foul on Donovan Wilson, which was a bad call, but still they have a reputation for a reason. And that reason is that Mike McCarthy has done absolutely nothing to fix the non-stop penalties by Dallas. They were first in the league in penalties a year ago, and they're in pace for that once again this year. They lost out on sacks, big runs, potential touchdowns, and they had eight accepted penalties for 70 yards. Until he gets this under control, McCarthy is going to struggle to find sustained success. 
next up on our list for our stud is Demarcus Lawrence. It was a big night for Demarcus Lawrence, who got started early. He had a sack on the opening drive that nearly picked up a second one on the ensuing drive. But Daniel Jones just got away from him. From there, he had several other pressures, including one that forced a fourth down that led to Graham Gano's first field goal make. This tied the score at three, but it was a win for the defense. After the win, the Giants were cutting through the defense for much of that drive. He kept attacking and recorded his third sack in the third quarter, which ties a career high for number 90. Perhaps he could have even more, but a foot injury sent him to the sidelines, which was the only thing that could slow him down on the night. Dud, Peyton Hendershot at tight end. Again, this one was all about penalties. Peyton Hendershot made it to the 53-man roster due to his ability in the passing game, and he was given a big opportunity on Monday with Dalton Schultz out, but didn't make a great impression. On the three-yard line, he was called for a false start, forcing Dallas to walk back to the eight on third and goal. That led to an incomplete pass and the second field goal of the night. During their next drive, Pollard ran it for 10 yards, which should have given Dallas a fresh set of downs had it not been for the second flag on the rookie. It's time for holding. This gaffe by Hendershot put them in a huge hole that they only climbed out of thanks to a 27-yard run by Ezekiel Elliott. He did have a few catches, but went out of bounds late in the game, keeping Dallas from running the clock out. Next up on our stud, Dorrance Armstrong. New York took advantage of a penalty on Anthony Barr during their first drive and moved into field goal range. It should have been an easy three points since it was a 47-yard kick for the usually accurate Graham, but Armstrong had other plans as he was able to block the kick and get the ball back for his team. On the following drive, he again made some noise, sacking Jones at the Dallas 30, helping to end the drive with New York setting for a field goal. After being forced to punt early in the game, it looked as though Dallas was about to get the ball right back as they forced a three and out, or at least they thought they did. After a third down pass from Daniel Jones to Barkley hit the turf, a flag came flying out, and Anthony Barr was called for a hold that gave the Giants five yards and a fresh set of downs. New York was able to get into range for a field goal following the hold, but Armstrong saved them from giving up three points when he blocked the attempt. Armstrong should have had two sacks on the night, but a penalty erased one of them late in the game. He's been a great player for the boys and has helped them fill the hole left by Randy Gregory, recording three sacks now in the first three games of the year. And Dud, Matt Farniak. Stop me if you heard this one before. Cowboys were driving down the field, and an offensive lineman was flagged for holding, which killed the drive. Zeke Elliott had just gained six yards to set up a third and two on the New York 38-yard line. They had to walk it back, though, as Matt Farniak was guilty of the penalty, and they were suddenly facing his second and 18. Unsurprisingly, this led to the first punt of the day as Dallas walked away with no points on their opening possession. Jason Peters replaced him and was better but the coaching staff kept putting Farniak on the field for some reason. Overall, he's not a terrible player, but there's a better option, and he made a few mistakes when he's been on the field. Next up, our stud, Cooper Rush and quarterback. There's no quarterback controversy in Dallas, but Cooper Rush might have convinced some team that he deserves a shot. He's, he continues to do everything asked of him, and is now 3-0 as the starter for Dallas. 
Not only did he lead them on a couple of scoring drives in the fourth quarter to secure the win, but he also could have had a much more impressive stat line if it weren't for a couple of drops. Even with the drops, he got the job done and made almost no mistakes on Monday night. He's kept his team in the race, and they have to feel confident they can contend with anyone with him under center. Next up, Stud, C.D. Lamb, after the first half. The Cowboys foolishly traded Amari Cooper to the Browns, but they did so thinking C.D. Lamb was ready to be the number one receiver. After recording 1,100 yards and 79 receptions in his second season, he agreed that he was ready for more. Against the Giants, he had a shot to really go off and prove he was man, the man for the job, but got off to a slow start in the first half. Lamb dropped a wide-open pass that was dropped into his lap beautifully by Cooper Rush. At their own 48, Rush threw a bomb that Lamb simply dropped. He walked back, tapping his chest to take the blame. Who else were we pointing fingers at? But then dropped the ball again a couple of plays later. Lamb more than made up for the issues in the first half, though, as he ended up with the catch of the week. Holding in a one-handed touchdown to put the Cowboys up for good. He ended up with 87 yards and a touchdown on eight receptions, which erased a rough start to the game. Against better offenses, leaving a deep pass, especially one that might have gone for six on the field, is a recipe for disaster. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Is there somebody we missed that we should have included on our studs and duds from the Giants win? Let us know. And speaking of C.D. Lamb, our next topic, C.D. Lamb comes back strong in the second half and snags the game-winning touchdown. For a large portion of Monday night's battle in the Meadowlands between the Cowboys and the Giants, C.D. Lamb's hands were the story, even more so than Dak Prescott's hands. A first-half baseball score, how many times did Joe and Troy say that, was due in large part to Lamb's Massive drop, which neutered a solid Cooper Rush drive and left fans with a 6-3 halftime score. And when Saquon Barkley scampered into the end zone midway through the third quarter to ignite the stadium whiteout and snatch the momentum, it was fair to call this game a battle of squandered opportunities. That is, until Rush rallied the offense and immediately responded to Barkley's rush with the drive of the game, leading to Ezekiel Elliott's game-tying touchdown push. The defense followed up that effort by ex executing perfectly without overplaying their hand, leading to an immediate shot at redemption for Lamb. After another hyper-efficient and poised drive from Rush, during which Lamb found plenty of empty space, the number one receiver reached the corner of the end zone, pulling, a, pulling in a special one-handed grab that awed the crowd and sent Des Bryant into a frenzy. That's our new number 88 recent number one receiver until further notice. Lamb was just too open on the notorious first half play, turning a bit too late to realize that he was about to walk in and give the Cowboys momentum a turbo boost. It was ugly. It elicited laughter from the Manning cast. Twitter's echo chamber rang out with countless calls to remove Lamb from the ceremonial role and anoint Noah Brown, the offense's savior instead. And yet, Lamb recovered and made the biggest play of the game, clinching his back-and-forth contest midway through the fourth quarter. Maybe the giggling Cowboys staffer in the vicinity of Lamb's earlier drop could see the future, knowing the Giants and their fans were about to get too big for their britches. The new-look Giants look a lot like the G-Men of old on this particular Monday. 
Daniel Jones faced the most pressure of his entire career, indicating the offensive line is far from fixed. And per usual, the Cowboys walked out in the New Jersey Swamp with a win. And now on to our next topic. The Cowboys were robbed on an uncalled Giants end zone penalty. The New York Giants have had buckets of trouble with Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Noah Brown on Monday Night Football, who helped captain the team's deepest drive of the game with an impressive leaping, twisting catch. But with a chance for a big moment at the end zone with 3-3 game, the penalty-happy refereeing crew confusingly swallowed their whistles as a group, which must have been fun for them. After a quarter and a half of mostly small gains and weak Martindale created pressure, Tony, Tony Pollard and Jason Peters combined for a home run play up the left side of the field to see the Cowboys break a 3-3 tie early in the second. Though the drive stalled out and Dallas settled for three points, it wasn't entirely the offense's fault. Cooper Rush was forced to toss one away as Brown clattered to the turf in the end zone. Why do you hit the ground? Same ghost? Or something more nefarious by New York's defense? Turns out, there was uncalled bit of interference by Giants slot cornerback Darnay Holmes. Luckily for the Cowboys, they seem to have discovered a wrinkle in the Giants defense on the drive that immediately followed this referee blunder. New York's run defense just isn't the same without Leonard Williams clogging in the middle, leaving both Pollard and Elliott free to run along the sidelines and up the field. Perhaps this low scoring affair will be a ground and bound game. After all, the referees seem to have never encountered pass interference before, so it's probably a safer route. And now, on to our look towards week four. Dallas Cowboys are three-point favorites heading into week number four. Don't go and bury the Dallas Cowboys season just yet. After Prescott injury and the loss in week one, things look pretty shaky for the Cowboys. Now, after some very strong defensive play and solid outings from Cooper Rush, the Cowboys are 2-1 and one and heading home to take on another NFC East foe, the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are 1-2 and two and just suffered a bad loss to the Eagles. They are a team attempting a rebuild with Carson Wentz at the helm but obviously still have a long way to go. Even with the Cowboys using a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush, they are still favorites over the Commanders by three points. When Prescott went down, all we asked was that Cooper Rush get a few wins to keep the team afloat for a run when Dak was back. Rush has answered that call, and if Dallas can beat Washington on Sunday, the team will definitely be in position to make a push when Prescott returns. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered. And as always, if you want to support the channel, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash the big D and help support the show. You can upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts so we can pay them and take our show on the road. So just head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash the big D, whether it's a dollar, dollars $2, $5, $20, $50, any amount helps. And as always, thank you so much for your support. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. This has been the Big D Breakdown with your host, Larry Lees. Thank you for listening and watching. Follow us on social media at Big D Breakdown on Twitter, Facebook, New Big D Breakdown, and on Instagram. Just search the Big D Breakdown. 
Thank you for joining us. See you next time.